Our sponsor today on Drinking with Authors is Skunk Brothers Spirits. Skunk Brothers Spirits was started by a family of disabled veterans focused on locally sourced quality distilled spirits. Their name was inspired by their pops, who was nicknamed Skunk. Skunk's father was a moonshiner in Oregon back when it wasn't exactly legal. Now the brothers are taking the family business legal with their Washington-based team using their grandfather's Prohibition-era moonshine recipe to bring small batch spirits to the gorge and beyond. From the moonshine corn whiskey to the apple pie brandy, all of their spirits are handmade in Washington. Believing they already have the best ingredients in the local community, they work with local farmers and suppliers to produce the highest quality spirits from scratch. You can find them on Facebook at Skunk Brothers and on Twitter at Skunk Bros Inc. Or visit their site www.skunkbrothersspirits.com and use coupon code DWA10 at checkout to read 10% off your order. You can always also ask your local retailer to start stocking Skunk Brothers Spirits. Regardless of how you get your hands on a bottle or two, grab a drink and don't forget to get skunk. This podcast contains potentially adult language, adult themes, definitely drinking, and possibly sexual context. Listener discretion is advised. Uh, drinking with Authors, the literary briefs edition. I'm your host, Erica Lance. My co-host is the infallible C.R. Rice. You like that? That's your new title, infallible. I do. I like it. I'm going to put it on my business card. No, you're not. Um, so... Our guest today is Marie Wishart. Okay, we're talking about what we're drinking. I had to switch because I'm just going to go over again that I'm out of my blueberry cinnamon cordial. But I did find some sweet 45 cherry cordial. Yeah, I know. Super fancy. Added it to my drinking with office cup like a boss. Okay. With the crushed ice? Are we still being fancy? What? Are Oh yeah, no, crushed ice. Yeah, of course I'm being fancy. There's crushed ice in this Airbnb I'm staying at. I don't have crushed ice at home. I just have regular ice, which what am I? You know, poor. No, just (laughs) (laughs) Charles, what are you drinking? I am drinking my green tea and vodka in my staying healthy for at least a little bit. That's okay. You're faking it. Faking it till you make it. I love this green tea. You should literally put out this beverage with your label on it so nobody can steal it, right? <laughs> Copyright. If Kardashians can have it, you can have it. Okay. Marie, talk to us about what you're drinking since I know you're switching beverages. So go for it. I'm still drinking this too. I have the Papago Orange Blossom. It is a beer from Huss Brewing Company in Tempe, Arizona. I am currently in the Arizona-ish region. And whenever I come, I, I, I can't get enough of this. They they crushed it with this this beer. I love it. Well, see, if you're in San Diego, you should be able to drive right over, fill your car up, drive it back with that stuff. I'm just saying, it's not that far of a road trip. It's not, it's not about it. Yep, I do it a lot. Yep. I'm just saying, load it up. Okay, this is the literary <laughs> briefs edition. Oh, did I say Skunk Brother Spirits? Did I say that? No, I didn't because I Let's- was drinking Skunk Brother Spirits. So that's why I didn't remember to say that. Um, 
don't forget skunk brother spirits they are um uh you can get a coupon code with from dwa 10 i know it's terrible 10 percent off i should have a script it's fine moving on rapid fire questions this is it's okay they know they've listened to the show it's fine um so the first question is what is your favorite book of all time wild by cheryl Strayed. why I love her abandon. I love the passion with which she writes. She's got balls. She has just, she says whatever she's, is on her mind. She makes being human and being flawed a beautiful thing. Wonderful. What is your least favorite book of all time? Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, thank you. Hallelujah. High five. That was, I, I, I don't even understand how that happened. It's not even I, can, I can actually explain it. I've explained it on this podcast before. But how if it, it was a dude in a trailer park, it would be kidnapping. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Very true. Yes. How it happened actually is she wrote fan fiction on a Twilight website and then put on that same website where there's a zillion Twilight fans because that's what that started off being that she was writing a book. So when she's, she got 3,000 pre-orders for her book when she was talking about writing it, so, of course, publishing companies went, what the fuck is that? They've got 3,000 pre-orders. By the time she was done, she had 10,000 pre-orders for that book. So, of course, it hit the top of the things the moment it was released everywhere. It's oh, terrible. God. It's poorly written, and it's badly edited, and it's a terrible story. And, yeah, that's Nailed what it. I have to say about that. Okay. Chels. All right. So, she always does the book questions. I do the random ones. If you found a million dollars in the middle of nowhere, there was nobody else around, what would you do with it? I would buy a house. <laughs> Where are you hiding? That's fantastic. There's no, this isn't an ethical wait, question. Wait, this wait, is wait, a, wait, she was talking about- I'm not saying you had to rob somebody. And breaking out of her shell. Where are you going to buy this house? I am going to buy it uh, overlooking the Penasquitos Canyon off Sereno Valley Boulevard in Mira Mesa. <laughs> that is very specific. This very is, good. yeah, I was about to say, you've clearly thought about this. Maybe you would grab somebody. <laughs> it's entirely possible. Okay. Um, wow. My brain just completely shut off today. That's terrible. As a writer, what is your um, pet peeve? What do you do? that um, your editor is always like, stop doing this. Oh my gosh. I, oh, okay. Um, I use some of the same words too much. Um, I used to say adorable a lot. Um, and that, I think I used the word that a little bit too much. I used to actually swear too much, like those kinds of things. It's no such thing. swear too much, yeah. It's, it's, say. That's a matter of opinion. <laughs> no but adorable i think that's funny that you used adorable too much you're too adorable but um <laughs> too adorable Chelsea. Like, you find, place, find all of the adorables and fix it like get another word i was told like find replace adorable and you're like snuggly cuddly right? cute, <laughs> squishy <laughs> Too much information, Kels. Too much information. So, have you thought about writing other genres? 
Oh yeah. So I also am like, I do poetry on a, a side. So I also would love to write like uh, poet, poetic, like rhythmic children's books, which is, Dr. Seuss is one of my heroes. Uh, so I actually have a little story called Carl the Snarl about a snarl named Carl. And that's like one of my passion projects that I would love to see to fruition someday. I just need a, I need a person who draws beautiful things. I haven't found them yet. Um, so that is another Very easy. go to nerd conventions. Oh, I can, they're here all over the place. I got, yes, I got to go, they do are. That. go to nerd. You guys actually have a huge one coming up in April. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. You go to thinking. nerd conventions and you you'll find artists and just look for the style you want and then tell them what you want to do. You'd be amazed how many of them are like, sure. Okay. The other place you can find them is on Tumblr. You oh, can find a lot of porn on Tumblr, but you can find. Let's say, isn't that a really skeezy site? It, I am it not is, on Tumblr. Yeah, I'll be well, like, I, I need to do a lot of for my work. Yeah, <laughs> Tart, Tumblr has a lot of artists. They they do have a lot of sex stuff too, but a lot of like unknown artists go on there, and you subscribe to the Tumblers, and you you know the tumbles, mm -hmm. the tumbling. I'm just making up words now, but anyway, there are a lot of artists on Tumblr, for instance, okay. that you can uh, find. Check it out. Tumblr. Yeah, just be careful what you search for. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> no word is safe. Like I don't know anymore. It's oh, you'll, you'll discover a whole new paths of things that you were like, "That's a thing." Yep, that's a thing. If you if you have to ask the question, "Is that a thing?" It's already a thing. I. I, you know, one of the podcasts I thought of doing before I started getting drunk with authors was literally going to be called, is that a thing to go over the stuff oh. that people are always surprised that it's a thing, you know, I like it. I think it we needs, should still yeah. do it. Psycho. Yeah, we'll do a psycho. We'll do a psycho. Forever. <laughs> you can yes. never, ever go dry with that. No, I wouldn't. I mean, I thought about it because it actually started from watching a television show on H, I think it was HBO or something like that but they were making ice dildos. What? And I was like, how is that a thing? Like there's so how much- that even a, a Christmas story and what happens when you put warm flesh against ice. I was like, this seems like a terrible plan. And then of course I was like, is this really a thing? And it it is a thing, just FYI, it is. So anyway, this one in private. Yeah, someday. Just, just so everybody knows, <laughs> I went down that particular rabbit hole. If I was going to do that, I, I'd have to have so different computer that I only touch. Right. This is like search history would be terrible. Okay, so you um wrote about an open marriage and having lots of sex. How was that for you writing sex scenes? <laughs> It was terrifying. It had to have, I had to have like three drinks in me before I could actually do it. And when I was, I would like write it once and then walk away from it. I didn't ever want to have to edit it. I didn't want to have to have to go back. Like you, that is like jumping off of a cliff and you're like, oh, I'm just going to have fun with this. Ah, then when it's over, you're like, it's done. Right. I never have to look at that again. I, <laughs> you have I just assume people you write, do that just before. right off of experience. So, I'm sorry. What did you say, Charles? So, I said, I just assume that people that do that are just writing about experience, like their experiences. My husband just walked into the room. Oh, <laughs> okay. We'll talk about that then. But it's, fine. it's fine. He's walking out. He's walking out. No. So, 
Well, I was going to say, you've had children, so you've had sex before. So I have. I have. Um, it's, no, it's no lie. There's two of them. I, at least twice. I've done it at least twice. So, so I've I had mean, that much experience. Good start. It's a good start. We're good. <laughs> like, I mean, uh, right? Like, yes. I, I That was the other thing that I really wanted to write was like a, real sex, not like... Fifty Shades of Grey. He did this, and I'm like, blah blah. I'm like, eh, really? That that's whatever. The rest of all of these girls have just now got some sort of convoluted picture of unreality. Like, let's talk about sex for real, like how it should be. What's gonna go? Like the wow, you salt like, and peppered that shit. I see how that went. That was a salt and pepper move. We just <laughs> did that there. I love that. I love that you're getting embarrassed though about writing about sex. Oh still to this day completely mortified i like i hardly tell people because when everyone asks like what's your book about i will tell say a million other things but i will never tell them it's about open marriage and i will never tell them it's about sex and yet my girlfriend read it and she's like uh honey i did not expect the soft core porn and i was like well because i didn't tell you it was coming but (laughs) why do you feel that you, you shouldn't tell people about it though I don't know. Cause at the end of the day, you still get the, you get the like, how could you? <laughs> like, yeah. But then they immediately go home and buy it. From who do you get the, how could you? <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. So I'm from Fargo for reals. Like I am, I come from very, very um, conservative family. Okay. There, do they yeah. know you wrote a book? They, yeah, so I, I definitely got a lot of backlash from this for for a while. That's you know that's probably part of the reason too. Is like, it's eh, it is what it is at this point in my life. But well, um, I I think they know you've had sex. Yeah, at least twice. Yeah. At least twice. Yeah, but this yeah, I mean you 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 just have to read it to be honest. Like. I, I can't say much beyond like there is some scenes in there and there there's some fun stuff and like but it's not all good like there's bad there's good there's there's everything in between there's what happens to women who walk into situations that they don't want to walk into and and that there's the bad side of it but then there's the good side of it there's the sexy there's the like it has it all like be prepared to just like you know, that was my goal. Right. I wanted people to just be completely shocked. Okay. But then I'm, I'm still like shocked myself. I'm still like, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like I'm sweating up in here. Some spots I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> just talking about this makes me, I don't know. I'm okay. Horrible. Not gonna lie. Right. So that's me. apparently we need All to start right. talking about sex. What is your next question? If you could be friends with any fictional character, who would it be? In a fictional, book. Fictional character in a book. Oh, Anne of Green Gables. I loved her. When I was growing up, she was like my favorite person in the whole wide world. I like, if that would have been my best friend when I was growing up, I would have had like bosom buddy. Like I just, as a child reading that, made me feel normal and I just loved her that's adorable yeah. I know right <laughs> well 
what do you think um your biggest like where do you do you get writer's block ever do you ever run into like uh yeah. Yeah. okay oh yeah <laughs> there are times where i'm like just no it's not happening like i can't even create a line and so i'm, I'm an athlete too so i do triathlon when i cannot write that's when i'm like okay i can't write i and then i just i put it away because it, it it's not happening you know and then i just go to all of my other things and then i'm like all right i know what's coming back you know i've, I've lived enough life now to know that it's not like forever gone but it, I accept that when, when it's not happening, it's like, yeah, don't, don't force it because there is nothing worse than whatever I create when I have writer's block. I'll be like, the tree is green. Like, good job. You wrote. No, don't do it. Don't even try. <laughs> oh my God. That's hysterical. Okay. Chels. Um, if you had to live the fictional life of any character in a book, who would it be? Ooh. <laughs> <sighs> You can't change anything. It has to go exactly according to it. Exactly according to it. Ooh. Oh man. I just read Under the Magnolias. Like, um, have you guys read Under the Magnolias? Mm. Okay, it's, this is like a new book and I think it's T.I. Stowe and I might be completely not right there because I literally just finished reading it. She wrote a moving story and her main character was a badass and she endured some cool shit and came out the other end and like it's gorgeous and it's beautiful and it's yummy and it's a story that like has everything it's got madness and crazy and fighting through and young love and and the the, the guy who like sticks by your side through it all so that she like finishes her life being a girl on a tobacco farm and having a crazy dad and like family and kids and and then she gets to like marry the mayor's daughter or mayor's son at the end of it all. Who's like a, you know, wealthy man who's got lots of money and like saves her. Right. Like she, she endures hell, but then she gets to like walk into comfort at the end of it all and have the perfect marriage and the perfect life. And then she's also like a creative and an intellectual. I would totally like, if I could do that, if I could have lived that life. Yes. Very I loved that book. <laughs> I see that. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <clears throat> all right your turn erica i know i'm using my brain on all powers um when you read do you like to read on a kindle or an ebook or a paper book Ooh, okay i love holding a real book i love just taking pages and going like this and smelling them um in my ideal world it would all be a physical books that's my favorite thing in the world i love to touch them i love the feel of the covers but I am a realist, right? I travel a lot and I cannot bring all of my books with me. So a Kindle, when it first came out, I was like, no, I hate this thing. It's so wrong. I have since, like every book I've read lately is on a Kindle. Like it just, it just is, I, and, you know, and it's fine. Makes me happy. Do you Gets read the job reviews? Done. That's my next question for you. Do you read reviews? I do read reviews but I also take them with a gigantic grain of salt. Like that's smart. Every human being is coming at this work with their own personal universe of experience. They will connect with it or they will not connect with it. And their opinion of it is literally just that, that it's their specific opinion. It means nothing to me 
because I'm not them, uh, you know, but yeah, it's good. They're great. And I, 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 I like to see them, but I don't, eh, you can't put the full measure of, of anything into a review. No, that makes sense. Um, do you write reviews? I do. I, oh my God. I, yes, I write reviews because okay. we, we like, we live and breathe by them. Readers want to see the reviews. It's the most important thing. That is how we sell books is by reviews, reviews, reviews. Like it, that's, it's this crazy world where that's all that matters right now, right? Is reviews. But true. Do yeah. you leave a review whether you liked it or not? I do. Usually I will still leave a review. And like, I am a cheerleader at heart. Like, I'm never going to say mean things. I'm always going to like find the positive. So that's like, that's my operating standpoint like I always want to say nice things and I always want to make people feel good about themselves so every review that I'm going to leave is going to find and cherry pick the best because I hate feeling like crap I don't like it when people do it to me so I don't want to ever do it to someone else either like there's bad in everything will you finish every book that you start no no I finished a lot but um like I read chronology of water over six months I just kept picking it up and putting it down and picking it up and putting it down and like certain books aren't they don't catch my brain until all of a sudden whatever I'm going through in my day-to-day makes me read it and see all of the things that I wanted to see in it you know um like I I find books at the moment where I need them they like they're like my best friend and they walk me through like a couple days when I when I needed that um so yeah, like sometimes I oh, sometimes I'll finish a book years later. Sometimes I won't. I, it, it's totally different. Well, that makes sense. What will make you throw a book down more than anything else? Oh man, crappy writing. Like just being completely like Fifty Shades of Grey when something is just awful, and you're like, this would never happen. This is not believable. The dialogue, like. Every, when something is just so stupid, <laughs> yes, yeah, I, and, and yeah, I'm not like, yeah, I, I don't even get into grotesque, grotesque, I, I mean, I just, I, I haven't read anything of that nature, I always want to see connection, human connection, emotion, real, I, I love transparency, authenticity, I want to see people being genuine, and if I don't see that, like if there's no human connection happening in a story, you, you've lost me, you know? Did you just get just vodka there, Chels? <laughs> it's the green tea. She, she got no green tea. Forgot to stir. Oh. <laughs> I can like feel it in my nose. Oh, I'm good. I, I appreciate that. Now that you're breathing, inhaling vodka, which is not a good thing to do by any stretch of the imagination, um, you should ask our final question, my friend. Okay. If you could be any supernatural creature, what would you be? Okay. Um, well... If I could be like a unicorn that swims underwater, that would be really cool. 
Like I, a unicorn I'm, mermaid? Yeah. No, or like can go on land and in water. I want both because I really <laughs> want to go explore the depths of the ocean more than anything, right? Like who doesn't want to go see what is down there? That shit's like deep and crazy and insane, like a whole nother world that we don't know. Um, but I don't want to be stuck down there. Like I want both. Like I want to see it all. And yeah, a mermaid would be super cool, but I I, I still think like a unicorn has a unicorn, right? Like who doesn't want to be a unicorn? A unicorn mermaid. I, you know, I like it. It's it's every cheerleader's dream to be. <laughs> yes oh my god can that be the, can you name this podcast that it's every cheerleader's dream to be a unicorn mermaid i i think we can I like it i, th- I think i should <laughs> i'm telling you some unique quotes come out of this podcast very unique quotes. You really do you I have like been it. an amazing guest marie thank yeah. you so much thank for you. being on the podcast this how did people blast. find your book okay so you can find it on Amazon. You can find it on Indie, uh, IndieBound and Barnes and Noble. I have a website. It's called Marie's World of Writing. And if you go to that, there is a purchasing option and it has all of the links that you can find my book there. Right now, I am all internet. Um, you can find me on Instagram, Marie's World of Writing. If you find me there, you will also find the link in my, um, you know, that link tree thing. To, to purchase as well. <laughs> That's you can so tell you people have been drinking on this podcast. <laughs> I, I love it I by the end of it. it. <laughs> I, I love it in the end of it because when you go back and you like watch some of these, you can see we start out solid. We have our stuff together. And then by the end of it, we're like, you know that freaking thing? It's like in the sky and like makes everything warm. What is that? It's pretty great. Yeah, I don't know what That's that is right now. Okay. So I have to do a shout out to our sponsors, Skunk Brother. I don't know why I do this at the end of the podcast. I should tell them I'm not doing it at the end of the podcast. I think they do that on purpose so that I sound like an idiot. So Skunk Brother Spirits is our sponsor. If you go on their website, use um, coupon code DWA10. You can get some of this sweet 45 cherry cordial. Or my favorite blueberry cinnamon, which I'm out of, which I have to get more of, and many, many other spirits. Um, so I have been your host today, barely, because I'm kind of not remembering my name that suddenly snuck up on me. Um, Erica Lance, my co host, has been the amazing CR Rice, who's inhaling vodka as a thing now. And our guest has been Marie Wishart. And we will see you all next time.